Breeze. Dr. Wilcox is in the house. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I explained to him I had bought this little device years ago, and my wife has always made fun of it because it makes me look like Rudolph. Mm-hmm. And it's these two short probes that fit inside my nostril. Then I turn the button on, and it is a a, a, a pulsating red, I'm assuming. Yeah, red. If it's pulsating. It's going faster than what I can see. Uh, but it makes my whole nose red. So what is going on when I do that? That's photobiomodulation, PBM. Would any red work? No. Um, um, so our... In the electromagnetic spectrum, from microwaves on one side, these long, slow wavelengths, and radio waves, and gamma waves, and vision, uh, light, all these different all these different wavelengths have different intensities. If they occur real slowly, that's a long wavelength, and if they occur real fast, that's a that's a quicker uh, frequency, and it could be a high wavelength or a low. So you have intensity, duration, frequency, and all these different things that go on. So in the visible spectrum, we go from four. 400 to 700 nanometers. Blue is on the 400 side, bad for your eyes. And red, and, and then past the red is the near-infrared. Those certain sweet spots in the far red and near-infrared wavelengths are loved by the body. And what they do is when these like 600, 633, 660, 666, these, these wavelengths that are what are called our chromophores. In a plant, we know that a plant has chlorophyll and, and when the sun hits it, it makes energy. We have chromoplast and chromophores in our bodies, and we use the same, we use light in order to help make energy. These little powerhouses well, why, called. Why is it that this thing is timed? It, it well, only, there's it goes a, there's, off in there's, like 30 seconds. Well, because minute, maybe. the dose is the poison, okay? Too much water will kill you, okay? And, um, and so, and, and this is where people can get themselves in trouble. Well, I saw this, I'm going to DYI in the garage, and then all of a sudden they got a problem. But back to your point, your question is, certain red light and certain wavelengths and certain durations are helpful to the body to heal. We, are, we, need, we need energy. When you go to the cardiologist, they put you on a little gizmo and they see how your heart works. Same thing with the brainologist, the neurologist. And so, but the body has energy all the time. No energy. When you flatline, beep, there's no energy, right? right? And so you need to give energy to bodies that are depleted. And as we age, we're, we are less good at making energy. The other problem is, is the light bulb that was in Invented by you know a hundred and some years ago, and these things called computers in rooms because we're not outside getting red light, and we've got artificial light, and there's a huge consequence that's paid by the human body that has evolved for hundreds of thousands, millions of years outside farming, catching things, and doing things. To now we're inside all the time. So the one of the curses of shelter and clothing is a lack of light exposed to our body, low vitamin D. And 
and uh, and vitamin D is actually a hormone. If I took all your testosterone out of you or estrogen out of a woman, you go, oh my God, we'd be all screwed up. Well, vitamin D is actually a hormone, and we're not getting this vitamin D because we're not out in the sun. You, right. and, and, but that's that's, that's why talking. I have vitamin D tablets. Okay, so uh, what you me. wouldn't need them as much if you were outside shirtless, getting some sun in the morning and whatnot. Yeah, but, that, but the neighbors would get. I Ill know. If I and and so shirtless. how how yeah. right or wrong is society for that? Yeah. But um, so back to your question, you have a red light that you got somewhere, and it's helping you uh, produce energy and repair yourselves. Well, I finally brought it back out after all this talking uh-huh. to you, and I meant to bring it in today, but I'll bring it in the next time you're coming in. Let's let's get back over to microcurrent stimulation. Yes, and. So that's that's what we're talking about today is frequencies frequency specific microcurrent. So if you remember Ella Fitzgerald in the Memorex commercial, ah, and she broke the glass, yes. well, there's a frequency that came out of her vocal cords which matched that of the glass, and it was destructive. It shattered the glass. The the, the Tacoma Narrows Bridge in 1940. They built this bridge, and within a few months after it was built, a certain a certain speed of wind over the bridge caused this this bridge they called uh, get, you know um, it's called what Galloping Gertie, and it destroyed the whole bridge because of the frequency, the resonance that matched it, and so. Um, a frequency is as a wavelength, up and down and up and down. Um, uh, a tuning fork, okay? You have, you have 10 different tuning forks. And if you have a tuning fork that's, that's calibrated for 400 nanometers, and if you have... Uh, if you if was you that ha- an actual sound? Do you have a perfect ear? Oh no! Oh uh, okay. Yeah. okay. So so anyway, I was simulating something. No, and, I, uh, I was just curious and, uh, and because so, they wouldn't have surprised me. So if you um did. so what happens is if you have ten tuning forks lined up, and you have another one in your hand that matches just one of those, and you you you, you thwack the one that goes that's at four hundred, the one that's at four hundred here on the, of these ten will start resonating. It's in sympathy with it. The others won't. So when you match frequencies, tissues respond. You know, this desk is moving. All the the atoms in it are constantly moving. And if you will um, take a frequency and expose it to a specific tissue or... um, and it's beneficial for it, then good things will happen. You can also be destructive. So let's talk about a pond of water that's still. If you throw a pebble in there, there's a little ripple that emanates out in a circle. If you throw a rock in there, there's a bigger wave that has a repeating wave cycle that's going to be higher and probably longer. And now, if you threw that pebble in there, let's go back to the pebble. You threw the pebble in there, and it's there's a wave emanating away from you. If you were good enough to throw another pebble and it matched that wavelength, the wave is going to get higher, and so you're going to increase. You're going to you're going to augment it. You're going to make it better. Now you can do the same thing with the rock. Now, if on both sides of the pond, one sec, on both sides of the pond, if you do a pebble and a pebble at the same time, where they meet in the middle, it's going to get all jacked up. It's going to be 
destructive. So you can use frequencies constructively or destructively, and it's used in the body. Matter of fact, in music— Do you have to know how it's traveling through the body? Oh, good Lord, yes. And so that's where the science—that's the, that's the that sweet was, That sauce. was an unplanned question, by and, the way, but you should have seen his eyes get so, big Because, Because, you know what, the more you know, the less you know. You know, the more you look at stuff, the harder it gets. Yeah. And um, so— um, and that's where people can get themselves in trouble with anything. You know, if a little bit's good, then more is better, Do and that's not true. different frequencies travel through the body in different ways? Great question. So there's a musician. If you go to TED Talks and you put in frequencies, cancer, musician, you'll find this TED Talk, and it's a great TED Talk. This musician, just a guy who's a musician, a music teacher, realized this stuff, and he went to Harvard with this idea, hey, why don't we use this to go work on pancreatic cancer? And that's where they started. And lo and behold, if you will sit here in a Petri dish and you'll expose different frequencies, and it's painstakingly slow, tedious work because it's in the thousands and hundreds of thousands of, of little uh, um, increments that you have to go. But you can now expose the body, let's say pancreatic cancer, to a frequency that's select for that tumor and it'll destroy those cells but not the good cells. And it's brilliant. So and, take all this that yep, you're saying yep. and now put it in a little box and relate it to what you do in the office. I'm an eye doctor. I do eyeball things. And, um, but, you know, the, the eye is part of the brain and the brain is part of the body and it's all interconnected. So, thank you for not starting a song. Okay. And so the fact is, um, I showed you some papers here that were published. And, um, and, and it, these papers are, have these studies were done, were done with um, um, using frequency-specific microcurrents. So different frequencies exposed to the eyes, and it improved, and you can see that paper. And they had these, there were three MDs, two ODs, Lots of time, lots of study. Um, what is an OD again? An eye doctor. So oh. you, have, you, know, you, have, you have a bunch of people involved in these studies, and, and people like to hear the word MD, and like it means more. But you know, it's like uh, whoever whoever gets the gets the right answer gets the prize. So um so um basically, they had these seventeen previously untreatable retinal diseases, is what their title says. But you can see by that paper I'm, I showed you and it's in front of you that that exposing people to these frequencies with macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, swollen retinas, retinitis pigmentosa. These people got either not better, some better, or a lot better. And there's so many variables involved. I now have, you have in your hands, the 2.0 version of that study. I, um, I'm a networker, and I'm working with Lori Chaikin, who's a principal investigator with this. And there's four of those headsets in the world, and I've got one of them, and we're using it um, um, with patients. In a, in a, in a, what, I, what are the little, they're not needles, but because they're not as sharp. But they're just connection points. Metal that go on the back. So what what he has in his hand is what looks like a uh, a mix between a uh, a, um, a Wiley X goggle. And yeah. uh, okay, yeah. so around your eyes, you have these acupuncture points, points where energy travels, and um, and so there's a matching around the eyes of the where those are, and then around the back of your head is um, is some. Um, uh, 
frequency receivers. And so you're passing frequency from the front to the back of the eyes. And um, and that's how it's got to go front to back. You just said something. Yes, sir. Does an acupuncturist rely on the energy points of the body based oh. on what you said? Oh, that, that's how, what it's all about. Oh, I didn't know. Yes, that. yes, yes. And um, and that's how that whole thing works. So there's a marriage together of you know Eastern religion and science and, and light and the magnetic fields of the earth and all these all these things that work together. The good Lord put everything out here on this earth for us, you know, and we just got to know how to use it. Um, so, so basically patience, it's a tedious thing. Patients got to come in, they got to sit down, they got to, um, for 45 minutes, an hour with these frequencies passively with no, no, no negative impact on people at all. Cause it's really, really low so stuff. And, and then healing goes on because the body says, thank you. And it's like, like if you, you need a gulp of water, you go, oh, thank God. And your mitochondria, your cells, which are struggling, say, oh, my God, I finally have that energy I need to clean myself up to haul off the trash. And healing ensues. And so these vibrations, sounds uh, that you're sending through now mm-hmm. uh, work to help heal the eye. But experimentation is going on to help it heal other things. Oh well, it's going on all over the body and everywhere. Um, so it's I'm just I just happen to be an eye guy who knows a thing or two and knows some people, and uh, and I, I I enjoy doing that. See, my my philosophy I got lots of them is 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 you know you can't make me do a bad job. So I'm going to give you choices. That doesn't mean you're going to want them because they usually are tied to effort. And people want to pill right, right. and they don't want to in, in invest the effort or they have to stop things and whatever. But but um, but I also you know if your loved one dies of cancer today and a cure comes out tomorrow, I mean uh, you know that that's horrible. You go, God, they missed it by a day. Well, the fact is, if that cure comes out tomorrow, there was 15, 20 years of, of people who were cured along the way as they're trying to bring it to marketplace. In the market and, and in researching in the pipeline are lots and lots and lots of things. So I um, um, I put my nose in that. I make myself relevant to to being part of that 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 um, pipeline. And um, and so um, it, you'll appreciate this. Oh, Ten on the road just texted in on the Danny's autoglass mirror yep. studio line. Says, when does he breathe? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't waste time doing that. <laughs> so the um, uh, yeah, people don't look at my desktop at we're at the office. People make fun of my desktop. It's got a million icons on it. Um, so um, so uh, yeah. So the the fun thing is, um, uh, you know, we we're, we're given a job in life, and 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 you you optimize it, and I I choose to be the. Um, Working eyes in different ways. Okay, got another question. Yes, sir. Just texted in. Do you take Medicare insurance? Yes, we do. Okay. Now, uh, how when I come in, and I'm holding this set of goggles that he was just talking about, when I come into the office, how do you direct me to try this? Well, so what I do is um, is every patient is treated similarly and that they're, you know, once once I'm in the room you get all of me and um and, <laughs> and what, for that, with, yeah. with which is you know it's like okay what what do you needs what 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 do you want and um and and so some people have to st- you know have simple needs and some people have more complicated needs and uh and just and then uh, there's a conversation that ensues it's it's not complicated it's simple you just you love the person in front of you you give them some choices and and maybe it's not the right thing maybe for them maybe it's just contacts it, or glasses it's yeah 
yeah, it's simple stuff and it's complicated stuff. Um, and um, I just just gave a, uh, we just dispensed some uh, contact lens to a gal who had a prescription. Like your prescription might be minus one or minus two. Hers was minus 22 with seven diopters of astigmatism. And she was blind in her other eye. And we got this scleral lens in her eye. And oh my God, the tears that followed. It was just, just amazing. Amazing. So, you know, that's a complicated one. And um, so on this stuff with whatever it is, um, I have honest conversations with people about, you know, uh, here, let's try this. Let's throw some spaghetti against the wall. And I, I email people <laughs> and see what sticks. And, um, and I email people all day long. All day long, because this is how I go. No, I can't. I can't farm out my communications to staff members because there's there's you know, again too much going on, too many variables. So I'll knock, I'll knock out some here. Read this here. Read that because what I want to do is is I only have so much time. I get 24 hours of my day too, and you know, only have so much time to educate people. So I'll, I'll send you videos and things like that depending upon, and um, and um, and then people will latch on or not. Um, a lot of this, this alternative stuff I do, it's not covered by insurance because there's no codes for it. And, um, and so we just have conversations about, all right, so this is what my time's worth. This is what this gizmo's worth. And, um, and then people will come to me. And uh, like right now, I'm writing a paper. I have um, um, amazing cases um, of people's eyes, vision being repaired by the use of red light by using a headset and up in a gizmo up your nose and some other things. So then you say this could possibly be published in a Harvard publication? Yeah, there's a there's a guy, um, Michael Hamblin, H-A-M-B-L-I-N, out of Harvard, and that's where this is looking like it's going. And uh, yeah, and I'm in Gloucester. And um, so, um, and it, but it doesn't matter if you can do something and kind of MacGyver some things. And that's what I've done is this works on this over here. Well, golly, it could work on this over here. And, uh, and you the know use how of, much more you could charge in Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I do because I know those people. And um, but uh, but you know, it's it's okay. You know, I got wife, three kids. We're all healthy. Life is good. And um, um, but 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 I enjoy what I do. I got great staff. I couldn't do it without my staff. Couldn't do it without my staff. And um, and so they're all to be celebrated. Matter of fact, after this, I'm on the way to, to pick up a Boston butt. We have a smoker, and, and, and we, I smoke food um, as often. It's about once a month now. It just kind of started. And they go home with dinner. And, uh, and, and all, the na- all, the, all the neighbors are mad because they're just like, oh, I want some of that. Well, you're going to be back October 29th, back to your regular time at 7.05. And I thank you for waiting today. Oh, I appreciate the time to, to do this, to help people. Uh, there's quite a few people coming in because of the radio. And, you know, this takes time and uh, for a guy who can't breathe. And, um, but again, I want to I make sure I stress to everybody, if, if you are a glasses uh, contact wearing person and that is what you want, that is what you get. Yep. And and it's done right also because the the same intensity that goes into his love of doing this goes into his love of making sure that you're happy and that you're seeing the best you can. Neil, I'll even take care of you. You know that. So You did that. I, I stopped know. it on I, an emergency. Oh, that was, wasn't an emergency. My one eye was Oh yeah. Closed. Yeah, that was that was that was a doozy we found that. You um, you know, keep that your, was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were a much younger man. And uh, I, I wasn't wasn't much younger a couple <laughs> of years ago. I was younger. Let's leave it at that. So uh, You're getting there, buddy. Yeah. You're a lot grayer than I am. 
Yeah, yeah. well, that's because I worry about things all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we will see you on the 29th. I'll be here. Dr. Wilcox is down at the point here in Gloucester. You did hear he does take Medicare. Some of the things that he talks about uh, uh, are not covered by insurance, but that does, you know, just make let him talk to you figure out what you want uh, and i want to remind everybody again because ralph asked you as soon as you walked in the door you have that lens that i found out about because tammy's son started getting it mm-hmm. where you wear this lens at night mm-hmm. and when you wake up in the morning and you take it out you have 20 20 vision for the remainder of the day we can't promote 2020 oh, officially okay. but we usually give it you know right and uh, but yes the nighttime wearing Thank of the lens you. you take it off in the morning and i gotta say this 10 times with nothing in your eye all day long you see great and you repeat the process at night it remolds the cornea yes orthokeratology or corneal molding okay. yes it does and it's right. amazing stuff doctor thank you again thank you